Welcome back to the Get Loved Up podcast, your number one resource for inspiration and motivation to live your purpose, make healthy living a priority, and thrive doing what you love. I'm your host, Koya Webb, a small town girl who chased her dreams and caught them, a former track and field athlete who healed using spirituality and yoga, and an entrepreneur who didn't let sexual assault racism, and insecurities dim her light. And now it's your turn to allow these episodes with some of the top voices in spirituality, wellness, and entrepreneurship to inspire you to thrive. Let's get loved up together. Nemanja Golovic, owner of Cal My Name, was born and raised in Montenegro. He graduated with a degree of public relations from Mexico, speaks four languages, and lived and worked in several different countries before immigrating to the United States seven years ago. From day one, Nemanja has worked in the restaurant industry and lives by the motto, vegan for the animals, health, and earth. Nemanja! <laughs> Hello! Oh, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. I'm super excited to be here. Thank oh, you for inviting me. Your energy is seriously contagious. Your energy, your joy, just like every time I see you, whether it's online, and then when I finally met you in person, you just exude joy. Yeah. No, we hugged each other right away, yes. right? So it is, I felt the same from you. So thank you so much. It's yes. Likewise. I mean, how, like, I, I want to, I have so many questions for you, but I think the first question, like just seeing you online and seeing the joy and how much you support, like you seem very like family and community oriented. How have you always been this way since birth or has it been a journey? Oh, it well, absolutely has been a journey. Like I have, I have like a lot of different Nemanjas through my life that mm-hmm. I believe that let's say 19 years old Nemanja and me, we would not be even friends. Like mm-hmm. I, I would not want to hang out with a person like that. So <laughs> it was absolutely a, a, a journey for me to, to reach to this point where you know, like I feel now that I realize that what things are actually matter, which I a lot of times rely being lost and, and, and was giving attention and the energy and the love to the things that are absolutely now not worth it for me or I don't care much about it. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it was definitely a journey. Yeah. Wow. And how did you find yourself? How did you really... Oh, well, that's um, um, helped throughout um, throughout the life, right? So um, uh, traveling to different countries and just uh, um, trying to figure it out what is important. I'm very close to my family, which is very weird considering that like we live apart for mature, like half of my life. But it's just like there's no one single day that I do not talk to 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 my mom and dad and to my mm-hmm. to brothers and not just once a day but like probably seventeen times a day like mom and I are like nonstop like we, well entire family we have a group chat of course and right. then we are uh, FaceTiming and being apart for. Uh, the most of my life, we, we never lost the, 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 the closeness and the, how incredibly close. Like we, of course, visiting each other all the time. They were coming here to America. I was going to Montenegro. Mm-hmm. We took uh, to the trips to a third country together. So we do see each other often. But given the fact that we we'll do live separated is a weird, uh, that we are still so connected. So, mm-hmm. um, that's one of the, uh, and, and why and how did I find that, that it's the most important thing in my life? Um, is um, I was coming back home from some of the places I went was not feeling comfortable and like I was changing countries. I will probably lived in 10 different countries and visited 100. So wow. um, I, I went back to mama's lap, right? To cry. <laughs> so 
Um, that's how I learned like the entire world, but where, where, where you feel the best and safest, it's in a, in a hug of your family. Right. Mm. So, uh, that helped, but I would say I was chasing some different dreams where I was like 19, 20, I had a completely uh, different perspective on life and was thinking some more things important than right now. But I would say right now to me, the most important thing in my life is my family. Yeah. And then I created my own family in, 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 in the last country I moved to, which is America, right in Chicago. And I do have a husband and a puppy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, and yeah, they are as together with my family, Montenegro, the most important uh, thing in the world for me. So, and that's what I feel it should be. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad I reached that. I love that. I love that. It sounds like your family helped you find this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And then also travel. So tell me a little bit about like before, because we know you're successful now. You have your <laughs> restaurants. We're going to get into that. But I really want to know, like, what are some of the things that you were doing that weren't you? Because I feel like a lot of people before they find themselves, mm -hmm. they have the period where they just don't know, but they know it's not right. Can you take us back there when you were doing these mm -hmm. things that really they weren't aligned with you. Okay, well, I, well, I, I, uh, oh, <laughs> so a lot of things to say, but let's, let's, let's be, um, um, concentrated on the main thing that yeah. I, I could think of. It's just me, uh, playing a role of a straight man for mm. quite some time in my life, right? So I would say that that's something, first starting with convincing yourself, right? Mm. Okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I come from a very close-minded country. Um, so that would probably be the thing um, that I I first tried to like to fool myself, right? Mm. And like I would not even uh, uh, act on it because I was like, okay, this is who I like trying to convince myself that I'm somebody who I right. wasn't, right? So it definitely took a time. It took the journey. It took the meeting people. It took switching a different country, seeing in a, in a, in, a, in other cultures. Okay, this is not such a horrible thing to be, right? So. Yeah. Um, it, that's uh, definitely something that I, I, I would say in this point of my life, I get rid of and I feel very comfortable with who I am right now, but it's been um, definitely at times where I, well, I would first fool myself, then like try the surroundings, right? Uh, but um, uh, luckily it worked out, right? I, yeah. I feel 100% liberated from that right now. And, mm. uh, um, and I would say the life is so much better. Mm, I, I love I love that you use the word liberation because mm -hmm. when you fully accept yourself, that's the only way you can ever feel fully liberated. Mm. Um, but do you have some times now, or did you have some times then where you felt like that people were judging you um, because of your choices? Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I have to correct you. I don't think it's a choice. Okay, mm -hmm. well, what I was talking about, mm -hmm. it's absolutely not a choice. It is something you are born with. It is mm -hmm. who you are. Uh, so uh, people will judge you for that. Mm. Like, oh, if it's a choice and then you judge me, I don't care. Like I had a choice, right? So I choose this. And then if you say like, oh, I don't like see it the way you do or something, that's even fine. We, yeah. we are fine to disagree, right? But mm -hmm. this is not something that we should be disagreeing on. It's, mm -hmm. it's the way you were born. And, uh, and I absolutely felt judged for it, right? Like if I, I heard the most horrifying things growing up, hearing like, oh, like these people should be killed and like things like that. So I was like, oh goodness, like you're, you're feeling like, oh, I, I'm, I, I'm the problem. Like I'm doing this wrong. You don't feel like they are the problem because they're majority and you feel like you're only one, right? right. So you think, okay, they're right and it is my fault, right? Mm -hmm. So you feel like, 
okay, now I, I may deserve all of those things or maybe like, oh my God, like I have to hide it. Nobody will know, right? So absolutely felt, and even, even I, there's still people who judge, right? It's right. not like, even though when you liberate yourself from all of those, it doesn't, uh, um, right, uh, stop, stop the them from, from doing it, yeah. but it, help, it it stops you from thinking what they think. It right. stops you to care uh, about other people's opinion. You know, I know I'm an honest man. I know I'm doing the right thing. So I feel very uh, confident about it. I love that. I think that's so important to to just own it and also educate people. You know, like, hey, this is not a choice. This is who I am. Like, a lot of people don't have the education. I know me growing up, you know, growing up as a Southern Baptist person, I knew that, you know, ostracizing someone because of how they were born was wrong. And I didn't understand how anyone could ever think that it is right. So even though a lot of people around me thought one way, it never felt right in my soul, you know? And, and so I want to talk a little bit about like how you, you know, again, being liberated and then going on to like start your career. Like, I don't know when you start the, the restaurateur business, but I mm-hmm. want to go from you feeling liberated. Did it happen before or after you decided like, I want to go um, vegan? In in between in between the process, I feel like one thing was an uh, adding to to another. Mm-hmm. I I wanted as a as a really uh, a young kid, maybe six seven years old. I already started learning Spanish. It was mm-hmm. it was very. I'm so I'm from Montenegro. We used to be a part of Yugoslavia, which majority of Yugoslavia speaks Serbian language. Mm-hmm. So I grew up speaking Serbian, right? But only at six six years old, I had a, a that's when the kids are starting to read, right? And I had a trouble. Like I, my parents were concerned that I'm like six years old already reading and I was not able to. So they put me in front of the TV to watch the, the, the uh, Venezuelan show. Mm-hmm. Funnily, my husband is from Venezuela, but we'll, we'll read that <laughs> Venezuelan show with a six uh, years old to learn how to read, actually, because it was type titles, right? right? But instead of me learning how to read, I preferred learning a, a Spanish, right? So I was right. like catching up what they're saying and, and started becoming really interested into the music, into, into things that I really liked. And that's how it started my interest for the rest of the world. Like mm-hmm. not just, oh, I live in Montenegro, this is my country, but I knew that there is more. And I feel like my dreams started there just by me wanting to speak Spanish, that there is no surroundings around uh, around me. There's nobody who spoke Spanish. There was not even school or a class that you could take, but that didn't stop me. I was like, mm-hmm. I really want this. I was like, and it was not time of the internet because like internet becomes later maybe where I'm 13, 14 years old already where I could like Google things and the songs. And um, the only dictionary that I was able to find was a Spanish dictionary to ex- explanation in Spanish what the, what the word means. So right. that was not really helpful, but I was very consistent with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the, that was a, a, a thing for me to, um, to go towards, oh, and now I speak language. I now want to visit those countries. Like I really wanted first, the Spain, it's of course closer to, to where I am from than a Latin America. Right. But like I really wanted, I was like, okay, let me, let me, it's easier for me than to somehow get to the Spain. And I, and I was from six years old in 18, I was chasing that dream, uh, to go to Spain. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I did it and I, and I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was a time in my life. I went to, to Madrid to mm-hmm. live, to go for a school and I wasn't happy. And 
I think my problem was uh, I was preparing myself for it. I'm from a very small town. It's basically like a village, right? right? So when I when I arrived to Madrid, which was a huge city for me, I got lost, mm. and I and I felt like I need my family back. I need my mom back. I want my mom to be around me. I want to have the 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 prepare meal at a table and a, and a, and the things that, that felt horrifying to me. Like, oh, how am I supposed to do this without my family? So those are some of the things where I, I really wanted it for so long and then I got it and then I wasn't happy with it. And that's and that was fine. Yeah. I went back. I went and they hugged me and they were like, it's okay. And it, the, the, the main part is was because family was supporting me. So that costed a lot of money. And I felt so bad. Like, oh, I'm wasting now this. Like my family worked really hard, my mom and dad, to send me to this school. And now I'm, I want to go. I, I want to go back. Um, but they, they were supportive. They were mm. supportive. If you're not happy, that's, that's it. And that's one of the process realizing families, everything. Um, and then again, I, then I regret it for going back. Right. I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, another bad decision because I was like, now I'm back here. Now I, I kind of want to do more. Then I wanted to go to Mexico. Right. There was a scholarship, uh, on my college. Uh, that was, was what I didn't want to ask for money anymore, right? Because like I wasted my opportunities. So I was like, I have to figure it out myself now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to do all of this process. It was 400, um, candidates and only two scholarships. I got it. Uh, wow. but it was a, it was a, it was a really long, uh, process to get there. And then my, my, my parents said, Oh, we support you. But like this time you're on your own because yeah. like you came back from Madrid and I want to go to Mexico. That's like even, even further, but this that gave me an experience. Mm. What what for to get to the next point where I really wanted, and then I was happy. Then I got Mexico, and then I was like, okay, this is something that I really um, that I really want to do, and like I, I I enjoyed it. And then after Mexico, I got a job for the airline. Winter, it's called Qatar Airways. It's one of the biggest airlines in the yeah. world. So then traveling sent, uh, uh, felt um, easier to me because like sometimes when I uh, say stories about mm-hmm. my life, people get very a wrong misconception that I come from rich. Like mm-hmm. that is so not true. Mm-hmm. Like I really. Uh, I was I was I was working for those things because like when I say oh visit a hundred countries people think like oh you must have a lot of money absolutely not I was I saw Mexico I got a scholarship like to go I didn't have to pay for it uh, then the, the the job that I got and lived in the Middle East in a, in, in Qatar and then over there. Uh, gain the experience of 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 traveling in a in a different country. It was easier once you work for an airline. You do have then a very affordable tickets. You even yeah. have a couple free tickets, and then your other tickets are like ten percent of the price. And and that helped me, um, right, build uh, who I was. And from that child that wanted then learning English, right? Mm-hmm. I did mention to you uh, privately about about me becoming aware of America through the okay. show, right? Yeah. It's a friends. Yeah. Uh, so um, I I that's how I I watched and I was becoming familiar with an English actually because mm-hmm. I, I I didn't learn to speak English in school. That is very embarrassing though because they were very other kids could you see right. I was I was better in math you know I was, <laughs> I was I'm a math like a, the the um, the other problem solving things are really good for me yeah. but like I felt like I I struggled to learn language which is mm-hmm. very weird now because I you know use it daily yeah but it definitely was not an easy process 
is for me. And then the show helped, right? Because yeah. I was like, it's also a very proper American show yeah. uh, with a, with a, uh, like, it helped me, uh, um, they, they, they don't curse, right? They, right. <laughs> they, they speak, uh, the way like it's easy for me to repeat mm-hmm. like when i hear this i was like okay and then i like, will watch a couple episodes again and stuff and also the show it's the reason um why i first i, I was one of those people i'll i'll never uh go vegan i could never go vegan right yeah. but the, the the first time i ever knew what that was was through the show because back in my country that's not a thing like maybe now but like when i was growing up like we didn't even know what that means like what right. vegan vegetarian what what is that like <laughs> Same we, we grow like we grow up eating meat right? right so like i did not know what even that was but i got to learn from the show because one of the of my favorite characters of course phoebe buffet she is actually vegan and i know that the term back in time was not even used the term vegan was not still established there was a vegetarian but she has a song where she clearly shows she's actually a vegan because she says she writes music, right? So she writes a song, New York City has no power and the milk is getting sour. But to me, that isn't scary because I stay away from dairy. I love that. <laughs> and then she she criticized the like leather chairs, right? She's not okay for it. She says like, oh, two cows made an ultimate sacrifice for for those uh, for those chairs that you're sitting on, she says when her sister offers her a chicken, she says, "Oh no, no food with a face." And I was like, "What does that mean, right? No food with a face." But um, th- that's how I got familiar with what through the show, what the term is, and uh, and yeah, what what does it mean for Thanksgiving? Right, approaching, there is an episode where she refused to eat a turkey because it's beautiful, intelligent animal, right? Yeah. So. Um, then I, I, that's not the reason I went vegan, but that's how I become aware of yeah. what it is coming from the, the place I am, uh, where it's not even a thing. Um, I, this is how I, I, I learned. And I was still thinking, okay, now I know what it is, but not me. Right. Yeah. Um, and was definitely one of those people who were like, okay, I think I could never go vegan. But then, um, one night, overnight. Get out of here. I mean, you got to tell us the story. Like, what was that overnight well, vegan um, transition? Because I know well, mine, I didn't go cold turkey. It took me some steps. Uh-huh. Well, I, well, uh, took me steps to reach what I wanted. But my decision happened overnight, right? Wow. Like, my decision where I said, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I need to do. Like, I felt, I felt the need. Uh, I, uh, tr- again, uh, because of the situations I've been in through my life, like I felt, I feel so blessed right now. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for the life that I have and stuff. And you mentioned I was successful. I don't think I am successful yet, but I feel I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And that, that is maybe the biggest success that a person can have. And I, I was not always happy, right? And I, I went through the, through the life. Uh, in a, in a, in a, in a different countries and seen also different parts of the, of the, of the world and what is going on and then realize how privileged I am, how lucky I was, uh, to be born on a, on a, on a certain place, how lucky I was born to be born in this skin, right? That I can, uh, uh, you know, move and go places and, uh, and that I, I was privileged, right? So, how I was becoming aware of what is going on in the world and, and, and what it's, what it's happening to the people. I was like, 
I didn't do anything different mm. than than those people who are not having like I am on a on a phone on an Instagram, right? Who don't know even what a phone looks like. So I was like, what did I do better than than those people? And I realized nothing. I was alive. It's a lottery, and we win tickets, right? Mm. Like so, we got the winning tickets. So and that's what made me realize. Okay, I and I feel responsible now towards the less lucky ones and less unfortunate ones. And you know who in my mind it's the least unfortunate on, on this earth? Mm. Animals. Mm. And then I felt like, okay, this is something now I can do. Like, I, I, I do understand when there's a parts of the world that that's not an option and, and I'm absolutely fine with it. But I was given opportunity to do better, right? I was lucky and privileged enough to have a choice, right? Mm-hmm. Because like I have menu in front of me, not that I have to go to hunt for food. Like I, I have the uh, the option. And then I said, okay, well, this is something that that I can. It was given to me so much. I felt responsibility. Like I have to give back, yeah. right? And that's where my overnight decision happened. I was like, I have to do something, and I think I should do this for the animals. And I was so cool as then about veganism, about how you do it. About now I know to answer the question, how do you get your protein from? But I did not know how to answer that question when I decided to, uh, right, to go mm-hmm. vegan. But it definitely, I, I, I will be honest, I did not, I slipped back many times. I was like, no, when I decided to stop eating meat, I never ate meat again. Mm-hmm. But I ate animal products such as dairy or an egg or something like that. Mm-hmm. That took me back and forth for me to reach where, where, where I feel like, okay, I, I know now better and I, I think I can, I can do this. And I've been vegan ever since, but it was also, so it was not like that. Say, oh, I went vegan overnight and never went back. But a decision happened overnight. Yeah. And then I worked towards that decision because I knew, okay, I have the goals in the life. I made them happen. And I think I will make uh, um, this happen. And, and I did. And the best decision I ever made. I love that. Thanks for sharing that journey. I think it's so beautiful just to know that you don't have to be perfect, you know, and also that we're all connected. And then us that feel like we have blessings, you know, we're here to serve and to give and to share. So I love that you have that awareness of like, it's almost like it happens naturally when you're not afraid to share your gifts and your talents, mm-hmm. which is where I want to go next with uh, the restaurant. restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. how did you get into, how did you become a restaurateur? Uh, I, well, that's life. Okay, mm-hmm. I did not plan it, and I was not feeling like I even wanted, right? Mm-hmm. But I came to America, which was my goal through the, some of the, up from the TV, basically. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's America. It's nice. I want to live there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, I did not get disappointed because people people who were born and raised in America, they will think that maybe it's not the greatest country in the world, but I <laughs> yeah. still believe it is. I really, really believe it is. Like I, I was choosing where I want to live. Like, and I, I was not born in this country. So like, okay, this is what I got. No, this is what I chose because mm-hmm. I believe that this is the greatest country in the world. And mm-hmm. There is a way to go. There's a billion things for improvement. I agree with American people, of course. Like I'm, but I still think it is better than what I have seen and what I uh, came from. And maybe that 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 I could be a living proof that when you do work hard, like it doesn't. I I, I spoke broken. I still do speak broken English, but it was way 
um, you know, uh, and then I, I was able to, to, to get a job. And it was a problem with my doc. It's not easy to move to America, let me tell you. Because right. the immigration will not let you come in that easily and get a job that easily. So the working permit, you have to pay to be, to be given a job. Like you, the, the work permit costs money, right? So yeah. like you, you, you pay to be able to work, but I, it didn't stop me. Uh, then, the, the the problem of getting social security number, which I did not know what it is. I <laughs> never heard of it. I came to America and tell me, oh, you need a social security number. I was like, okay, how do I get that? Like, do I go to the building and they give me one? No, <laughs> um, it is it is very painful and a very long process of mm-hmm. of waiting, of anxiety, and uh, and but you know, then then you finally um, you finally get it. And I I was my my work at the restaurant. I was really giving so like. That for me, it wasn't a job that I was thinking I'm going to keep, mm-hmm. but I treated it like that's the that's the, the my main goal in a life is to be the best host that I can be because I was a host mm-hmm. at uh, at the door. I would say welcome to Dylan's Tavern and Grill. I can say where my first job is. I dearly love the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me show you a table for two, right? And mm-hmm. I was giving my bed. I was dressing up. I dressed up. Originally, I interviewed for dishwasher. I dressed up for that interview like I came to meet Obama's, right? So um, the my boss said, oh, okay, maybe you can be a host at the door. First impressions important. But he told me, oh, but you got to dress like that every day. So absolutely. Like, oh, that's wow. what my job requires. Like, I'm going to go. And every single day that I worked there, I would come dressed up like, uh, you know, I'm again meeting pre- President uh, Obama family, right? Yeah. So I treated it like that was my main thing. And then they told me, oh, would you like to learn how to serve? I've never been serving before. I was like, okay, sure. It's a, um, um, it felt like a progress, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like a better pay. And like, so I was like, okay, this is something that I want to learn how to do. Then I was a really good server. Do you want to learn how to bartend, to be behind a bar? Sure. And then I was showing, it was, it was a big restaurant. It had 20, 30 employees, right? And then I was wow. invited to the office to, uh, to be a floor manager, right? It scared mm-hmm. me. Like, I was like, okay, like, I'm making now progress in this job, but also, like, it, I, you know, I felt like, oh, I'm an immigrant, like, how oh, I'm going to be a, a boss to, to people, right, that uh, right. that were born and raised in Chicago and stuff. And I and I shared my, my concern with my American boss, right, about mm-hmm. it. But then he said, you should not uh, uh, feel absolutely guilty about it. It's about work ethic. And like this position, it's not based on where are you from or like if you speak with an accent or no, this position is based on your work ethic. And I think you work really hard and I want you to have this role. And I was like, okay, I still had anxiety, but I, but I took it. And then um, shortly after, maybe a year and a half, our general manager was moving from Chicago and the position became available. And then I again mm. was invited to the office and asked, would you like to be a general manager? And that point, it's a career, right? Because I was like, oh right. my God, this is, well, I have to say, it's not just the promotions. It's that I was passionate about mm-hmm. it. I re- and I think actually that's what's, what's helping me get those promotions. I really enjoyed working with people. Mm-hmm. I, I made friends from the customers. Like I was like, people would come, my table would come and come and hug me like before they sit down. And how was it? What did you do yesterday? They, they start knowing about my life and things like that and that felt so 
uh, uh, real to me. I loved it. And I, and I studied from something completely different. My main goal was, oh, I'm going to work for the airline because I love that. That's the public relation. That's what I was studying, right? right. So the, I, I, I not, I wouldn't say like I removed that dream itself. I stopped having it. I, mm-hmm. I started becoming more passionate about meeting new people and like becoming friends with customers and, and then, uh, that plus the promotions and I was like okay I guess this is my life now in the meantime I went vegan so by those things <laughs> that are happening I, I went vegan right. and then um, and I was working in a restaurant right that we served ribs and uh, right. I was like okay this is then something I have to do about it and it was actually my husband said yeah he said well you should open then your own and I was like mm-hmm. well how do I just open a restaurant it's not like oh you know, let me do this. And also, like, it's not like I was making a lot of money as a general manager that I could, like, save a lot to open a restaurant. Right. But I I would say when, when I set up my mind on it and when he finally convinced me, like, it was really a lot from, from uh, my husband's name is Julian or mm-hmm. Julian in Spanish from mm-hmm. Venezuela, right? Yeah. Uh, he was like, okay, like, you, you he, he, would, he was, he's so great. It's lifting me up. He's like, mm-hmm. you're so talented. You're so smart. You, I can absolutely do it like and he was the the, the, the that voice was yes. saying you can do this you can do it and then he was a driver <laughs> even though i had no idea what i'm getting it he convinced me that i'm capable of it uh, and then i was like okay let's let's then now see <laughs> let me let me google <laughs> how to open a restaurant <laughs> right because i knew how to operate one i was a general manager i knew how right. to do the the, the 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 ordering the scheduling the crew the disciplinary action stuff i was doing all of it i just did not know how to open my own right mm-hmm. and also i did not have funds for it okay mm-hmm. so i w- i wanted to to go to the bank actually i went but they told me oh we don't because it says business loans right but they say oh we don't do a startup business loans we give a business loans for somebody who already has a business right mm-hmm. but not for somebody who is about to start like their buddy you're on your own over there right so that was rough and i didn't know what to do about it i was so i also was again like i'm using the word lucky a lot but i really feel i was lucky i understood the importance of a credit score in America. Mm-hmm. When I arrived, somebody explained that to me. I was like, okay, be careful. But it was like, your your career, your life, your family, everything depends on it. And I was like, okay, I'll take it seriously, right? Yeah. So I did. And then um, I I was then lucky to, to be proceeding with a good credit score. So even though they did not want to give me a loan, mm-hmm. they gave me credit cards, right? And I had my own personal credit cards, but a little bit higher limits because I was calling every six months and increasing the limit. And then I had uh, I had a decent uh, uh, credit limit, but that's dangerous. Like I really, mm-hmm. I, I don't recommend this to everyone because it's really, really dangerous to, to, to max out your credit cards, right? right? Especially entering into something that I had no idea what I'm going to 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 do with it mm-hmm. but like the 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 small amount of of money that i saved we we had to give for like a deposit for the place and things like that and then everything else i was paying off the credit cards right and oh. then when i when i needed an actual money i didn't have i remember literally having friend helping me like set up the floor mm-hmm. and i was paying his utility bills with a, because i don't have money right. but i had a credit card right so i was paying his his uh uh um, like electricity, phone, my internet for work um, right. in a restaurant. That's how I opened it. Wow. It's, uh, it's definitely a unique story, I feel. And yeah. I don't know what to say to people who ask me, oh, how do I start? I don't have funds. Because again, people think, oh, you had money. I really yeah. didn't. Yeah. I really didn't. I went in a, in a, in a, in a dangerous debt. 
that I went out of because mm-hmm. then it's really the, the the history, the rest from the from from the first day. Uh, it it happened something I could I dreamed for the business to go mm-hmm. well, right? And I of course wanted it, and right. I then I was but I I had a I had a two two employees, Tina and Nico, who is with me here today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, um, and uh, it is. Um, uh, uh, it was it was that I was like okay two three of us and we can do this and then the first day five hundred orders mm. and uh, and the, the whole life uh, you know forever changed mm. and then I do have a different life change later on I'll tell you about yeah I want to give an opportunity to ask I mean what you I love no this is for hmm? you this is about you telling mm-hmm. us about your life and I love that you say you didn't have money but what you did have was an ambition mm-hmm. and you had support and I think that's so important like the ambition you gotta want it. Somewhere you have to work. Absolutely. And then the support, like, of your partner, like, to have someone that really supports you and you have your family, mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people might not have and might not realize how important that is. Mm-hmm. Even if your family or your partner doesn't support you, find people that support you. Absolutely. So that you can move forward. So tell me how it went from, okay, you got the support, you got the loan, you started in. I'm sure it wasn't just smooth sailing. No, it was. Well, it. it uh, I would. I would. You know what happened then? What? Pandemic. Corona. Mm. Okay. So that's that's the. So I was, was already taking ago. risks. Yeah. yeah. Well, to, we opened together, with, but we were. I already took the risk of doing you abusing my credit cards at that right. point because it was insane maxing it out of uh, all of them I had to. Uh, um, like that's a risk you're taking, and then mm-hmm. the risk I didn't even know. I'm taking it's I'm opening a restaurant in in to, like I did not know pandemic was still not a uh, right not a thing. My, my projected opening was on a March 17, 2020, which is when the day shut when the world got shut, shut down. down. Yeah. Wow. So that was that was the the uh, the insane risk that I took without even being aware of it. Right. It did scare me. Not gonna lie, I was terrified. But I said, okay, let's see what can we do. First, of course, we postponed it for two weeks till pandemic is over, right? That's what mm-hmm. we all think. We're yeah. like, okay, let's go home, <laughs> see you in two weeks when the pandemic, right? So clueless about what it is, right? right. But then when 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 we saw, okay, this is gonna take for a while, we're like a month later on April 17, 2020, we're like, okay, let's open. And absolutely was not smooth. But what happened now that I feel from this point of view, I feel like pandemic saved us. Mm. Like I feel if we opened regularly, we would open a restaurant for the dine-in, right? Which didn't happen. We opened first take on delivery only because of right. the pandemic. Uh, I think we would fail. I mm. think, I think we, because I had no clue about that we're going to have so many people, right? right? So it was really bad that, that we, we had to shut down earlier first day. We sold out everything we had the next day again. Mm. But it's so much easier since we'll take out the delivery, right? right? So we just say, no more orders. That's it. Full capacity, right? If it was people who came to the restaurant, which is kind of spacious, we do have 15 tables, right? So, like, I really think we would so not prepared mm. me working front of the house and having only two people in the kitchen. Like, I think we would get in a really big trouble that might would, would be harder to recover from 
than us recovering from the from the pandemic because wow. it was a learning experience. It was yeah. training. It was training. Like Nico has never been a kitchen manager before. I never owned a restaurant before, right? So right. we needed to learn how to act in those roles. Yeah. And pandemic gave us opportunity to do that mm-hmm. because we're like, okay, now we cannot be operating the restaurant because it's the world is not allowing it. Uh, but we can uh, we can be still sending food out and learning how to do it. And when the, when the right time came uh, to open, we were ready. But mm. we, 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 we were not if the world was normal right. and if everything was like in a, in a back in time. I, I think we would, we would have a way more serious trouble than me and ex- we experienced. And we did experience that of like, oh my God, like what do we do? Three of us and 500 orders? It's impossible. So mm-hmm. like we were, you know, shutting down and then like till we got employees and stuff. And then we went from, from uh, uh, me and two employees to then 11 employees. Mm-hmm. And that was a steady uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, smooth operations that we were doing, 11 employees for the amount of the love that we were getting, which is plenty. Right. Uh, but 11 employees, I felt like a perfect amount of people. Mm-hmm. Till then, one more time, my life gets changed um, overnight. Mm. And um, that is um, when LA lady, right? Yes. Uh, walks Our... in. Yes, I'm talking about Tabitha Brown. Yes. She walks in and kill my name mm-hmm. and my life, not just not, and life of uh, people around me mm-hmm. gets changed forever. Mm-hmm. Like now I have 24 employees actually in Chicago. <laughs> so wow. when I was thinking, okay, 11 is enough, right? We, we, we came to the point that we are, the, the kill my name Chicago right now has a 24 employees. Wow. Uh, and that needed to happen overnight, right? Because wow. it's really, really changed. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. I was. We were doing fine, but yeah. the, the, the I was happy. Business was doing good. As mm-hmm. I said, eleven people were living out of it, right? But now twenty four people is. Wow. So tell me um, about that day. Take me back to like how. So uh, yeah. Well, I I personally uh, like uh, and love Tabitha for who she is, mm-hmm. and I really did not care about what she's gonna bring to the business. I just wanted to meet her, mm-hmm. right? Like I didn't care, yeah. like oh, she's gonna post about the food and stuff. Like I just wanted to feed her, to give her like something <laughs> from me because she was bringing me joy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I always I have to watch her videos, and it's so funny because I'm not the type of the person I don't have like. Um, idols so like I, I I grew up like loving some stars and stuff and everything but yeah. like I never get connected like you know to be chasing a celebrity that's that was Tabitha for me right yeah. because I was like okay she's in a world that I like she's mm-hmm. vegan very positive and like I I felt very connected with her even though I didn't know her mm-hmm. so my my thing was just to uh, to get to meet her with like I was not even thinking oh that's going to benefit a business I don't care about it like mm-hmm. I just really so that's why I reached out to her and said oh you know I know you're in Chicago she was shooting a, a, a very famous show in, yeah. in Chicago it's called The Chai I don't know if you're yeah. familiar with yeah. it it's a very good show um, so she was um, on the season four I believe the, mm-hmm. the reoccurring role of Octavia I think it's her name um so she was um, in Chicago. So I reached out. Oh my God, it's the perfect opportunity. Like if you want to stop by and stuff. 
and I never heard back, right? I mean, never. But <laughs> it's she probably gets the million of messages every day. Right. Um, so it took time before that message of me really wanting to the the day. Then she said, "Okay, like let me let me let me actually come in." You know, mm. I've I've heard from people it is that is amazing, and I mm-hmm. I would love to um, to stop in, and then. Uh, it was still, but her contract with a with a with a with a chai uh, show was not allowing any actors to dine in, right? Because mm-hmm. that would be jeopardizing the health, health of the entire crew, right? right? So she was doing the right thing. So she said, "Okay, you know, I will just pick up, right?" But we got to meet, right? Mm-hmm. And then I feel like magic happened that day mm-hmm. because, like the the she was everything I hoped she is and more. <laughs> uh, but then. Um, I I felt like she liked me too, like mm-hmm. that there was there was a mutual feeling of like um the the energies connected mm-hmm. the, the the spirits uh, c- connected yeah. there, and that's where we felt like okay this is really like so nice to meet you and everything and go mm-hmm. enjoy your food and let me know how you liked it and then she does not let me know how she likes it but she lets the world know <laughs> how she liked it there was a lot video from her apartment in in, in Chicago when she was staying right. All with a tea hat that I gave her, and then I don't know how many thousands and thousands of views uh, that 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 uh, all those people coming the next day. And uh, but then the next, where my journey with her continues, is mm-hmm. where she comes in again when the finally dining is again allowed, and the mm-hmm. show allowed the actors to do um, to do more to go to dine in, and she brings the family. And that video gets over a million views, mm. right? And then things change even more. But then, uh, more importantly, we get to, uh, to talk a little bit more. We get yeah. to know each other a little bit more. And then she comes again and then again. And then it becomes <laughs> like every time she's in Chicago, she needs to stop to uh, write to kill my name. And, and uh, um, yeah, she told me, oh, this would do so well in California. And then I was mm. like, oh, my, that's my, like my... I always wanted to live in California, though. Really? Like, that's a part of my American okay. dream that I did not tell you. It was a California dream, right? But then ended up uh, in Chicago and ended up loving it with all my heart. I now love Chicago, but like I'm still very excited about California. Wow. So it's so weird that even there, our spirits and energies and toes connected because she was like, okay, this would be really good in California. Yeah. And I'd be like, this is what I really want. Wow. So we're like, okay. And she said, okay, I'll, I'll partner with you. And I was like, so I sit down. I was standing when she said that. I was like, okay. Like you're, you're like, you're kidding with me, right? <laughs> um, so... You know, then a um, couple like meetings and stuff. I, it's it's been the easiest person in my life to do business with. Mm. Uh, so so smooth, such an easy uh, a person to work with. And and you know what amazes me the most mm-hmm. is you get to spend more time with her. Right, one day we're like doing things like the the photo shooting went on a on a, on a trip yeah. to surprise our friend, and we spent I don't know twelve hours together. For the entire 12 hours, she's that Instagram person, right? Because mm-hmm. you think like, oh my God, like she's nice on the videos and stuff and everything like she must off the camera, maybe like not be that, right? Because right. it is hard, like, um, you know, to be so loving and so, I don't know how she does it, like, but it's, <laughs> it is a nonstop. Yeah. Like, you know, like it is a nonstop exactly how you see her for those three, five, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
that she speaks to you for the rest of the day. She's an absolutely very sane person. I think that's what people tell her the most when they meet her. Yeah. But again, I think even meeting you can be for five, ten minutes nice, right? Mm-hmm. Like even that could be, but I'm telling you it's a real thing because I get days then to, to yeah. spend and it's a constant, constant, beautiful energy, mm-hmm. positivity and like, and it's also... One of them, again, me being very lucky, one of the best things that happened uh, uh, to me in my life is that moment. So That's yeah. so beautiful. I love it. And you bring that same vibe yourself. You know? Thank you. And I think that's what attractor is. Almost like, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I'm feeling when you're saying that. Like, you attract... When you are love, you attract love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, her dream is like, oh, this would be great. And you, and you is like, this would be great. And then it happens. So it's such a beautiful story of just like following your dreams and then how things manifest. And so tell me a little bit about the name, Kel My Name. Uh-huh. Where did that come from? I already so, know, but tell me. Yeah, you okay. Tell so it is actually, uh, uh, it was, I would say it was God's work. Okay. So um, I would say that it's YouTube Premium. Okay. Uh-huh. So why? I was like, okay, who gave the name to the restaurant? It was YouTube Premium. How? I am a YouTube Premium member, right? Mm-hmm. $13 a month, mm. right? What did that bring me in a life? <laughs> YouTube Premium chooses a next song for you once your song is over, uh-huh. right? Based on the some algorithm that YouTube has. Not in a million years I could remember a very old song from Destiny Child, Say My Name, right? Yeah. But I did remember other songs from them that I really like. Yeah. And it's Survivor, right? Because mm, I am Survivor, I love that right? Song. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a richer, na 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 but I'm a stronger. <laughs> so yes. it is oh, such a great song. Anyway, it is very late at night, which is weird because I sleep early. Uh, but I'm working on a menu and a things for the restaurant. And then that song finishes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, algorithm of a YouTube or a higher energy uh, chooses uh, Say My Name by Destiny Child is the next song for me and how deep I am into the typing a menu. I'm not even paying attention. There is my love for kale, though. It is my favorite green <laughs> because it is it is uh, one of the most powerful plants yeah. in, in the world, actually. It's superfoods, mm-hmm. right? So, like, we wanted to have a lettuce and a spinach and other greens, which I do love, but yeah. kale is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was like, okay, so we will... Uh, I put some majority of the kale, but it will be the, the other two, right? But I really wanted our Caesar salad to be kale. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love kale Caesar salad. So that's what I'm going to be. As I'm typing uh, uh, Caesar kale salad, the song goes, say my name, say my name, right? And as I'm typing kale, I'm saying, kale my name, kale my name. I let it go, right? I yeah. did not think that's a perfect name or anything, but I finished and I went to bed and it is I, I'm not being able to get it out of my head. Like, I cannot sleep because my mind is repeating, <laughs> kill my name, kill my name. And I was like, what is going on? And I was like, is that the voice that it's telling me, like, name the, na- the that could be a perfect name. And then I um, I texted uh, uh, people who are, like, working with me, two of them. What do you think about it? I'm like, oh, it sounds great. Like, you know, they, they couldn't care less about the name. They're right. like, okay, we want to concentrate on the food and the menu and the things and stuff. But <laughs> it played a huge part. Wow. I really think it played a huge part. It, it's so catchy. People love it so much. It is. Then we were like, oh, let's leave the lettuce and spinach. Everything is scale. So, like, even of the things where we originally had a very intense scale menu, but it became 
it became a thing thanks to the name, thanks to the song, thanks wow. to the energy that played it for me, even though I, I was not uh, uh, choosing it that night. It was just very um, uh, weird how it happened, but it yeah. really worked out and people like it a lot. I heard from people, oh, it's stupid, like whatever, but there's way more um, were like, oh, like this, they, they entered the door of Kill My Name and they're singing a song. Yeah. They're loving it so much. And then and once somebody said to me like, oh, what if uh, Destiny Child sues, sue you, right? For And I said, listen, if I reach to the point in my life that the Destiny <laughs> Child want to have a legal you know, things with me, I'll be fine, you right? Made it. So like, I made, exactly. So I was like, I'm really not worried if Michelle, the Beyonce, and Kelly will come after me. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine, right? <laughs> You're so, like, would you like to eat? <laughs> exactly, and that's a dream. That's oh, a one wow. one day for sure. I love that. I love it. It's so beautiful, and it's such a sound like you follow your intuition, and I think that's important. That's what I gained out of what you said. You know, it was repeating for you in your sleep, and so many times people ask like. How do you follow your intuition? Like, what is the intuition? It's like that repeating, that repeating message. You get. First, it's serendipitous. You're like, wow, yeah, I love Kale. This song is playing and like, it's catchy. But then you heard it over and over again. And I, I kind of want to dive in because, you know, we get loved up. Our pillars are spirituality, wellness and entrepreneurship. Do you feel any like what is your spiritual affiliation or connection? Like, do you feel like that was like a divine moment of you being guided to your future? Your it would take us three podcasts to tell you on my personal feelings and oh. opinions about it, because it is <laughs> I am I am uh, uh, not sure. Mm. I have a lot of uh, uh thoughts on it right and then mm -hmm. when I when I start thinking about it sometimes I'm like it scares me right so mm -hmm. I was like okay let me live the the way and then if I I I do I do believe in something right I do believe uh there is well there's one one uh, uh fact that I know through life my mom uh, uh um uh, lost a kid before me right as, mm -hmm. as while she was pregnant only a couple months right yeah and then uh the couple of months later, she got then pregnant again and with me, right? Mm -hmm. So if that child was born, I wouldn't, right? Mm -hmm. It would technically be impossible because mm -hmm. my mom would be six, seven months pregnant already by the time I was conceived, right? So I do believe that I do have then that, that well, well, that kid once gave life for me, right? Because mm -hmm. it went so I could be born. So I do believe that that's maybe somebody who is watching over me and making sure that I'm always fine because I, I don't know what else. Mm -hmm. Like how I was saying to Nico yesterday, how was I so lucky to, to find you? How was I so lucky to find a tab, to find our now general manager Stacy, who is an amazing person? How was I so lucky to, to not, not everybody gets to, the visa to come to America. Like mm -hmm. I could, I could be by that uh, uh, am ambassador or, or immigration officer over there who would just say no to my visa. My life would be completely different, right? Because I would not be even here. But it played a role of every yes that I get. I told you it was a 400 people for the Mexican scholarship too. Right. People get like I, I got there. Uh, when in Qatar Airways, thousands of people are applying on open dates and stuff and they hire five, six per 
Right. So, and I, I got there, there. And it's like, I really feel somebody's watching over me because I was like, how, like, what did I do to deserve all of those things? Mm. Right. And then to, to, um, to not mention having, uh, uh, you know, my, my family, uh, uh, healthy, my, my mom and dad are alive. Um, you know, my, uh, two brothers. So it is just really, um, it's in, it's incredible when you think of it how I was guided through the life. Any of those situations, if it was a no instead of yes, I would not be sitting here with you today, right? Mm-hmm. So it took every single step, like for me to 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 be doing this and living this life that I'm living right now. And and I and I again repeated billion times the word lucky, right? Yeah. But I, my personal opinion is now that we are going deep and sharing is that's what it is. I mm-hmm. I have a I have a, a angel watching over me and making sure that I'm protected. So mm-hmm. that is what I believe in. I love that, and it just sounds like you have an immense amount of gratitude as well. And, I think and I'm not like, taking it for granted. Yes. Yeah. So I am. I have like okay, like I be, like that's the main part. Like I'm not like oh I'm protected. I'll be fine. Like I I do believe that gives you to live right. You need to believe that everything will be okay. But I do have a a a, a amount of fear that it's not like not letting me live and but like respect for everything that I have mm-hmm. and the fact that you know it might not last forever so like I'm just really trying to be grateful yeah. uh for 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 the life that I have and to never take it for granted so mm-hmm. very careful and and then as as I said the, the the main reason for me going vegan was what I was trying to give back to to somebody in that scenario that was an animals but I'm also trying with everything else like trying to give back of course my family but then with the friends but the people who close but then even with the people that I don't even know like yeah. I am trying to do as much as I can like maybe to make somebody's day better so mm. um, that's where where I think I'm I'm showing okay I respect this what I have and like I'll work then hard like to to give back to the world that gave so much to me Mm, that's so beautiful. I love that. And I mean, you're Chicago, LA, restaurant there, <laughs> restaurant here. How do you stay well? Because you're doing a lot. You got a lot going on. You're holding a lot of space for a lot of people. How do you- okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I I was stressed, right, about all the old old situation. Oh, oh my God, in Chicago and stuff. I worry a lot. Yeah. I am. I think I I blame that on my zodiac. Okay, so I'm Virgo, <laughs> and I am very organized, and I love things really in order, and they cannot always be in order. So right. that gives me. A stress and that gives me an anxiety and that's what I was going uh, through like oh uh, LA want, what wants to happen right Tabitha wants to partner with me uh, how do we find location like uh, what if I don't you know like it is a lot of a lot of things that need to happen it's it's easy that we decide okay let's open a restaurant in LA well it takes so many steps for that to actually become a reality, right? Mm-hmm. And in any of those could go wrong. We could be looking for location for two years, right? right. We find it within a month, but it's again was meant to be, you know. And then, but 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 Tab uh, messaged yesterday because I was all again grateful about the team. But something I was, I was like, oh my god, like it's it's like how the things are coming along. And then she tells me, God, it's always in control. And then mm. I I loved getting that message from her. Um, it is, it's then all of those steps happened, but I, I, I feared, right. And I, and I was, I was stressing about having anxiety. 
Um, but it's just maybe I should start learning about it from it and then everything will always be okay, mm-hmm. which is something that sometimes I don't know. And if it's fine, even if it didn't happen, I'm okay. Like I have to accept that, that like, okay, it might not work out the way I imagined it, but it's what worked out the, the way it meant to be. Mm-hmm. And, and it seems the LA meant to be because that's absolutely happening we we it's done right there's a licenses of approvals um zero requirements from the city they loved us so mm. we are absolutely ready um for um kill my name los angeles to happen and i cannot be more excited about it okay <laughs> excitement uh, mixed with anxiety was something that was keeping me awake awake for nights, like I literally did not sleep two nights before the inspection stuff. It went great. I had no reason to worry. But again, I blame that on my zodiac. Yeah. So now I'm relaxed. You know, do you I have don't... any things you do to like calm your anxiety? Are you like, no, you're just in? I don't. Yeah. I really, really don't. So like, I am, I am like, uh, the, the people was like, oh, take a pill to sleep. I was like, no, like I don't yeah. want to take even pill when uh, I have a headache. Like I'll literally go through it. Like unless right. like I'm like really hurting that like it takes me to be like okay give me ibuprofen but it's um so i i don't have a a, a fate that everything will be okay you that's know awesome. so that awesome. that's what keeps me and then you know and then if i have to exhaust myself and not sleep for two days right mm-hmm. then i'll sleep a third one because i exhausted my body so you know it it gives me the rest i feel very rested today actually so i'm so happy yeah. that we are doing this today because last two days i was a uh, you know, very worried about how everything is going to go. And I worked so much and didn't have much of a sleep. But, um, you know, I did uh, last night. So I, I feel very good today. That's amazing. Well, you're glowing. <laughs> you're glowing. You're happy. I'm so happy for you. And I just want to just share with the community, like if, if a person like kind of wants to follow your footsteps and wants to open a restaurant, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? So I, uh, I was asked this once. Um, and, uh, my answer is to not let people to scare them. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was, I, when I said this, I said, okay, I decided I accept what, what, what Julian says, I can do it. I need to open a restaurant. Uh, there with people who told me, oh, well, you need half million dollars. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's not true. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, those going to be like, oh, you need, uh, the, you need, people will tell me, oh, you need connection in the city. You cannot get a license without, co- I have zero connections. I, I know nobody, right? Like, uh, um, if my cook Nico, it's a connection, <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's a connection I have, right? But no, uh, like with a city, like people will really terrify you yeah. and will tell you you can't do it, oh. basically, right? So yes. that is, that is then the only advice that I can give that like, mm-hmm. it could almost stop me because I was thinking, okay, well, maybe that's true. I never had a restaurant before. How do I know? Do I really need to know somebody who works in a city to do something for me in order mm-hmm. for me to get like, no, I was like, I do this by the paper, by the book, by how it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And like, and I'll get there. Nobody from city asked me from anything that does not ask every other restaurant in the, in, in America, right? So, um, it is absolutely important for people to, to know that, to really believe in that I can do it mm-hmm. and to not listen. Oh, well, this is what is required. This is like, find, find your own ways, find your own research, find the, then as my way, it's really not a common, right? It's not like, oh, so, oh, you know, to open, you have to have a loan from the bank. You see, I didn't. So it is, a, uh, there is more ways, right? right? My way, it's not the only one. So there is more. If you meet another 
uh, restaurant person, I'm going to have a completely maybe different story that it's also very unique and not what it's what it's usual. So, mm-hmm. like, I so support. Like now, when people are telling me that, I'm so supportive, and I me, I jump it. You can do it. You, can, I've done it. So you, you like, I'm, I'm, and if, and if I can support you, and if I can help you, I'm there. So mm-hmm. like, I literally, like, I literally let people even that I know know of internet and stuff. Like, I take time to respond when people ask mm-hmm. me, like, hey, like, I really like to open my restaurant and stuff. Like, you know, I do, I do ask people to start with a business plan, though it is yeah. not. It is not just but the business plan will require like you yeah, that's required for you to start. But I do I didn't I wasn't doing my business plan because I it was required because I, I wanted to. You need to have a plan, right? Yeah. And then uh, my reality it's far from my business plan because my business plan was two employees for a year and like I don't know, twenty orders a day we received twenty <laughs> orders with the first minute of opening a restaurant. So um, even though it uh, went a little different, it still helped that I had it and then and a goal and the steps that I needed to take uh, for this to happen. So mm-hmm. absolutely, I do not like uh, giving advices in general, but this is really important advice yeah. for people to not listen to the negative thoughts and to not ever listen to you cannot do it because yes, you absolutely can. And I am approved over here sitting right in front of all of you and I will for the rest of my life try to to, to make and try to show people this is something that you can do and I believe in you and I'm there for you and as I said like I there's many people that are reaching out and I like will not be maybe get right away back because there's a lot of things but I do take time in certain point of the week of a month to respond to messages and be like okay this is what you need to do and and you know and I'll come by once you do open and and mm-hmm. and, and to support and um, yeah so I love that. Don't give up. <laughs> I love that. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't take no for an answer and write your business plan. I think that's that's for anything, like mm-hmm. whether it's a restaurant or not. Exactly. Like, you have any to business. have a plan, a why. Mm-hmm. You know, when you know your why, when you have a plan, then the universe can meet you. Like mm-hmm. you've been met with so much because you said, I want this. I want to go here. And you know how many languages? Four different languages now? Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, it's also. Um, so just to go back teeny tiny to yeah, the please. to the to a previous topic is uh, it's just not just the plan but it's also take no's as well because mm-hmm. you will you will you will we will get no's right yeah. but then do not take no's for like okay this is something that it's no and I have to if you do have a plan and if you proceed mm-hmm. because I've been told no I went to the bank they said no. I right. went to a different thing. They also said no, right? Mm-hmm. So like I, I, I went the first time when I was checking some location that I really liked. I did not uh, get approved to, to have it, right? Mm. So it's not always end when you meet the, the end, right? You feel like, okay, I wanted this location. It's not available right now. I'm not having it. I'm giving up, right? Absolutely no. So they, the people need to understand that there might be a lot of no's before uh, yes. Before that, yes. Oh, right. I love that. Thank you so much. This is so amazing. So I love at the end of the podcast to just start to ask you some of your favorite things. Mm-hmm. So what is your favorite item on your restaurant? Oh, that changes so much. But Ooh. right now, I am 
obsessed with our breakfast burrito. And that was the item that was really not on my favorite, not even close to my favorite list. Mm. But I have my really dear, lovely friend, uh, Joanne Molinero, also known as Korean Vegan. Uh-huh. Uh, she loves that burrito. And she's been telling me, Neiman, it's so good. <laughs> I don't know if she made me believe or something, but I was like, <laughs> I, I had it the next day after she complimented so much, she couldn't stop. Like, she literally wrote me a message, best breakfast burrito I ever had and trust me I tried many because uh, I had it the next day I was like goodness this is so good so now <laughs> I literally was coming the next day like early in the morning before the rush and stuff so I can have my breakfast burrito yeah. so that is in this moment my favorite item on the menu but that changes every month I'm obsessed with something I love I can't wait I love breakfast burritos so Ooh, I can't wait that gives me something to try as soon as you are open in LA I will I cannot wait to try the breakfast burrito hopefully mm-hmm. it's on the menu and um, in general when it comes to veganism what message do you want to share with people about people that are interested as you know a lot of it's trending now a lot of people are excited about it what advice would you give people who are excited about it uh there is a wonderful message that has been already sent i cannot do better than that so i'm going to tell you what it is okay it is uh, a commercial for veganery that actually tabitha did she's an actress in a mm-hmm. commercial where she decided to go on a 30-day vegan challenge right mm-hmm. she's acting she's already a vegan right in the right. video she's an acting a person who decided to go on a 31 day generates 31 day right and then she's doing fine it goes great she feels uh, great about it and then um it's 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 supposed to be funny it's a really good but she uh, sings dances right mosquito flies in her mouth and she swallows it right <laughs> so that's not vegan right and then the very important message pops up on the screen and says Nobody is perfect, but we can keep trying. Oh, like, so I, beautiful. Do you, you see, gave me chills. Do you see yeah. this? Like, it's, it's crazy yeah. how real that is yeah. and how that's the only advice I have mm. for somebody who wants to go vegan. Do not worry. Like, oh, yeah. I, oh, I slipped or don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. It's, it is a process. If it's not, it's not, not everybody reacts the same to it. Not like, not every story is, not everyone has the same reasons, right? Yeah. Somebody went for the health, somebody went for a challenge, somebody went for the animal, somebody went for the earth. People mm-hmm. go vegan for the climate change. So it is, it is, there's, there's probably a list of a hundred other reasons why somebody should go vegan, but very important, do not be hard on it. It is a process and it's fine. And I believe we will all get there because I 100% believe that that's the future. Mm, I love it. I do too. I think it's exciting that more people are getting excited about it. And more people are like you. It's like, let's do this. Let's do it together. Let's make it taste good. And let's celebrate together, you know? And it's more than just the food. It's like, a lifestyle mm-hmm. is holistic and it affects every part of your life. Oh, absolutely! I, I besides and just going vegan, right in a in a in a food, mm-hmm. I I try. Um, to be vegan in every aspect of my life. For example, I do not use uh, uh, um, um, animal products in a fashion anymore. Yeah. Like I don't, yes. I don't own leather or God forbid fur. Like, well, mm-hmm. the, the world is changing, right? In LA, it's banned now, isn't it? Like, I, I think I never wore it. So I don't know. Good. I got I, all the full fur. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, <laughs> yeah. good. 
So I think it's now uh, banned in Los Angeles, wow, and I think the more the more cities are gonna are gonna start doing okay. it. So not just in the food, but also in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a things like that. I I pay attention to my cosmetic. It's not tested on animals, and uh, so that's why yeah. you said good. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's not just about the food, but it's also okay. Let me let me. Um, see how else I can help besides changing the way that I'm eating. Maybe I can change the way I'm shopping. Maybe I can change, um, you know, the, the 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 cosmetic that I use and stuff to contribute to a better planet. We, yeah. it is not like oh, when people tell me, oh, what me one I can change. Well, it is. It is a step closer right so mm -hmm. if we all go and we'll have to I, I absolutely believe in the vegan future or just world gonna collapse it can we cannot sustain the earth on on this lifestyle that the world has currently so we will have to change or we'll just collapse like the, the, the globe yeah, just... will just disappear <laughs> in one point because that's what we are doing to the planet right so mm -hmm. it is it is also very good to be aware of it it's also yeah. very there's so many great shows that people can watch and 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 become aware of the um of of, of the, the 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 climate change it is a very complex topic and it's not that easy to understand and i'm not sure that i even have a hundred percent clear understanding but i do know the main factors that are actually contributing to it and it's real mm -hmm. so um maybe also that helps for people getting to know getting mm -hmm. to know our planet yeah i love that and last question mm -hmm. um if you could change anything in the world what would you change in the world mm -hmm. oh well maybe i would bring those that vegan future sooner than that well that's gonna happen right yeah so maybe i would that's oh this uh, cut me off the, <laughs> right now i was like not prepared for this question uh probably tomorrow i'll call you with the right answer right this is something <laughs> to to think about it right because yeah. i don't imagine like oh if i had like uh you know a, a power stick right yeah right now, if you had it, what, what would you something. right now? Uh, I want the abs. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's like, y'all look at me. Give me the abs right now. Y'all go vegan when you want to. I'll take the abs. You got to No, that was uh, in a second. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, that's something I'll never get. Okay, I I am as I said. What, the abs? Yeah, I'm vegan. Listen, I'm vegan for the animals, not for a diet. Okay, so I you're vegan for the animals, not for the abs. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, no, but when people are like, oh, like we, they're, they expect that's a really uh, big misconception also, mm -hmm. and also an issue to be addressed when people accept uh, 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 are expecting from vegans to be uh, uh, very skinny to right. like, um, yeah, well, absolutely not. It is not, as we said, it is not a diet, right? So you can still uh, yeah. eat on a vegan food and eat the way I do, and <laughs> um, yeah. But then again, yeah, maybe to to now seriously answer your question, maybe I would bring that future. Uh, to bring that future sooner, but then to be accessible in the entire world, right? Mm. Because we know that there is a parts of the world that are right now cannot uh, live like that, right? right? Maybe I would my, use my magic stick, right, and change something, and then to, there is there is no uh, the, the hunger, and then there is no uh, need for for anyone on earth to to harm. Not just the animal. Let's see. Now that you gave me this power, let me rephrase all yes. of this. Now, do not harm anything. On, yeah. on, not, not, uh, not the other human being. Not, uh, not the soul. Not, not the animal. 
Um, absolutely nothing. So we're, now I sound like a Miss Universe. You know, I want a world peace, right? But <laughs> yes. that's, well, that isn't that what we all need? Yeah. So maybe those Miss Universe, you could be a Miss Universe. You're so gorgeous. Mm, thank you. Yeah. You are absolutely lovely. I love your soul. And you know, one thing that I say now, um, one of my guests, um, Tamal Dodge came on and I've been saying this since he came on. I just want to create the least amount of harm while I'm here. Mm. Because like you said, with the fly in the mouth, you know, you we can't be perfect, but if we can try our yeah. best to try. Yeah, just keep yeah. trying. Just try our best to create the least amount of harm. Because no matter what, we're going to harm something. We're stepping on, we're hurting things, right? You might say something, it's fine for me, but it hurts someone else, right? You don't intentionally do it, but we all are causing some type of harm, right? Oh, yeah. But if we just do the best that we can, the world's going to be a better place. And I think that, that is so inspirational for people to not feel like they have to be perfect. So I love that you said that. And I love that you said, let's just bring it closer. Cause I think even in this conversation, just being real about you don't have to be perfect. And we all have different journeys that helps people not shame themselves, not judge themselves, not feel like, you know, it's hopeless if I mess up or if, if I don't know what I'm doing, like you said, Hey, I didn't know. I just, you know, just did it because I wanted it. So I think this is going to inspire a lot of people. Oh, thank you so much. It was really, it was really, uh, I I really felt comfortable. I was like, you know, chatting with a friend. Like I didn't even know there's cameras, right? I know. I, like, I just oh, totally look at that, right? I totally same, was same. I out. really enjoyed every second of it. So thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you so much for coming and let everyone know where they can find you. Okay, so kill my name, Los Angeles, kill right? My name, we'll, kill my name. That's correct. We'll be at it's such a perfect, it's eighteen thousand mm. Ventura Boulevard. You cannot forget that, right? Mm. It's a, such amazing address. Um, so we are in Encino mm. in a valley. Um, it is eighteen thousand Ventura Boulevard. And um, yeah, let's have some fun, let's have some good food and uh you know, um, enjoy the day. So I love it. I can't wait. And thank you all for joining us yet again. Let us know your biggest takeaway from this episode. Tag me, tag Nemanja, and let us know your biggest takeaway. And until next time, love yourself, love others, and love the world. One day at a time, one breath at a time. Peace and love. I just want to take a moment to say thank you for being part of the Get Loved Up community. I like to share topics and people making a positive impact in the world, and your feedback means the world to me. If you haven't already left a review, please leave a five-star review and let me know what you want to hear more of on the show. I'm here for you, and together, we're making the world a better place, one day at a time, one show at a time. Thank you for listening.